microphone one. Ready to go. Hey everybody, my name is Alyssa and we're back with another episode of Bomb Mom Podcast. I'm so glad that I have a guest host with me today. Hey, so I am Jaleesa Spate, the author of You Are My Sunshine, and Sunshine is spelled S-O-N. Shout out to all the bomb moms out there. And so just a little bit about me, um, I actually live in Michigan, close to Detroit, Michigan, born and raised in Saginaw, and three years ago, I found out that I was going to be embarking on the magnificent journey, I guess I'll say, of motherhood. And so I had always wanted to write a book, um, even back to like middle school, early high school, and started a lot of manuscripts, but never really finished it all the way through. And so once I found out about me becoming a mom, I was suddenly inspired and had like kind of found my passion that kind of gave me gave me the courage and the motivation that I needed to kind of finish it through. And the book is about um, kind of just that special bond between mother and son that doesn't get highlighted enough, in my opinion, as well as it kind of encourages children to be the best version of themselves while letting them know that they matter and they are loved. So super excited to be able to talk to you today. I absolutely love that. And it's crazy because I always used to call my son, my sunshine spelled like that. <laughs> so when I saw the um, the title of your book, I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. And I agree with you. I feel like a lot of relationships between mother and daughter, father and son are highlighted, but not so much with um, mother and son. And if it is, it's more of a, oh, you're a mama's boy. And it's like a bad right. look type of thing. It's like a negative, a negative um, connotation with it. And so it's funny because as I was actually, you know, preparing for the arrival of my son and I was, you know, looking for books because I was trying to get his room and nursery and all that good stuff together. Um, I didn't see anything that kind of like was something that I wanted him to be able to read. And I'm a big person, you know, I believe that representation is everything. And so I think it's super important for children to be able to not only have books that highlight love, but also be able to just know that, you know, there are people that look like them in the books that they're reading as well. So I think that's super, super important. But then too, um, between you and me, I actually never intended on this being a book. So I actually literally one day just sat down and started writing what was going to be like an open letter. And so when I was writing that open letter, a couple of days after I read it, um, I was just planning on like hanging it on his wall or something. But after I read it, I was like, this may be able to help other people. And so I reached out to a publishing company um, that I got the name from for one of my social media friends. And six to nine months later, there you have, you know, you are my job. Wow, that's so awesome. You said that um, you had originally wanted, to, you always knew that you wanted to write a book. Did you always want to write a children's book or was like an adult book more where you were going with it? So writing a children's book in the very beginning was kind of um, the easier path, I guess I'll say, simply because of the fact that it was like right then and there what I was going through, kind of transitioning into motherhood and things of that nature. Um, but I never had the intention on writing a children's book or being a children's book author. Um, I always thought I wanted to go more so down the lines of, you know, motivational and kind of inspirational books for young girls, um, you know, and kind of just do like more so like youth and young adult type books. Mm -hmm. um, as I was going through, you know, like my college days, that's what I thought I was ultimately going to end up. And so the fact that I am now a children's book author is crazy because like I said, it literally kind of came out of left field, but it's opened so many doors. Um, I love kids. 
Um, we love being able to, you know, talk to them and there's just nothing about their energy. The fact that we've basically been in the house for the past two years with this pandemic, um, it's kind of put a little damper in things, but it has um, now, since things are opening back up and things like that, it's kind of allowed me to be able to get back out there and get back into schools, um, do like virtual readings and things like that. So being able to just kind of pick up off of their energy. That's awesome. So when you, did you also do the illustrations for your book or did you have somebody else do illustrations for your book? So I actually um, worked with the illustrator through the publishing company. So when okay. I actually started, I made up my mind that I was going to go through this process. I literally had no clue what I was doing. I didn't know the first thing about anything. And so um, I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm always down to try new things. And so I was just kind of like, you know, I'll figure it out as I go. And so working with the publishing company that I worked with, they're a hybrid publishing company. Um, and so they were really, really great to work work with um, through the process. I did do my my own like due diligence and research um, on trying to find like different illustrators, and it was just like it didn't make sense financially for me at that time. Um, okay. Trying to pay a pay an independent illustrator. Now I kind of know different things that I've since I've gone through the process, but I worked with one of their illustrators to be able to bring the book to life. Okay, so um, that's like so cool. That's so cool. I, I have always also thought about writing a book. Um, I never considered like a children's book, but I had be, I've been like through a lot of stuff. So I thought maybe if I could write a book, like I'd be able to like influence somebody else or just motivate or whatever. But um, I really do think that children's books are great. Um, on one of my last episodes, I was actually talking with um, a friend of mine and her friend had also is in the process of getting her children's book published. And she wrote a oh. children's book that is... Um, it's based on like single parent families and that connection that she has with her daughter, which I also thought was really cool because I don't, like you said, there's not a lot of children's books that show different scenarios. And it's really important right. for young children to be able to see people of the same skin tone in books and movies and also their same situation. You know, I only have a mom, not a dad. And that book shows right. this type things. You know, I think that's important for kids. Yeah, especially because it just, you know, kind of reinforces that, even though your situation may be different from, you know, the, one of your friends at school, that doesn't make you less than. Yeah, so it's normal. It's that, still okay. <laughs> right. And I think that's super important regardless of, you know, what age um, you start trying to reinforce, um, you know, reinforce that into them and kind of instill that into them. I think that's super important, you know, at, actually, I think it's super important earlier rather than later. Agreed. I talk so much about this on the podcast, but like we take so much of our childhood and we bring it into our, into our adulthood, whether we know it or not. Right. So if you right. are feeling like from a very early age that you're able to relate with shows, books, whatever, that are more like you, it almost makes you grow up not feeling so much like an outcast. I agree. And so I'll tell you a quick story. So when I was actually in sixth grade, so like before, you know, high school, college, I never really thought about writing a book or being an author. Mm -hmm. When I was in sixth grade and all the way up until that point, my goal was I was going to be a doctor. I was either going to be an obstetrician or a pediatrician. But I knew Oh my I God, I was going to be a pediatrician too. <laughs> <laughs> and so I actually, in sixth grade, I changed it to being like a pediatrician um, simply because I didn't think that I was going to be able to have the strength to like share with parents or things of that nature if there was something that was like, permanently wrong or something with their child I'm yeah just, I'm like I'm a super sensitive person so I didn't think that that was going to be like a good a good pathway but I still wanted to go down you know the medical route and I had a, t a counselor in sixth grade that actually told me I should have a plan b ready 
because it was like super, super hard to become a doctor. And through like, I've never forgot that conversation that I had with her, um, you know, when I'm almost 32 years old now. And so it's not to say that that comment actually like made me doubt myself. It's just that there was another path that I hadn't opened the door up yet to, you know, as far as what, what path I was going to end up going down. But it's important in children's, you know, just in children's books, just for children in general, if you are um, an important factor in their life, you're a part of that village, that they look up to you, that you find as many ways as you can to just inspire them and to pour into them, you know, positivity, um, encouragement, because there's so much negative that they see on TV, you know, that they're just exposed to just in the world that we live in. And so it's super, super important to just make sure that they know that, you know, they're protected as much as possible, you know, by their village. Yeah, agreed. Totally. And so give me like a quick little rundown. Like what is your book about? Yeah. So, um, it is a children activity book, if you will. And so it literally just kind of walks through, um, you know, what I promised to my son, as far as providing him unconditional love as far as promising to always be there with him and just making sure that he knows that you're never alone. Like it's you and I together. We're a team. It's kind of like us against the world. And so it kind of just walks through, um, you know, those promises that I'm making to him, me encouraging him that he can do whatever he wants to do. So there's different, um, different environments or different scenarios, if you will, in the book, you know, that kind of walk through, but it all is along that same message. And then at the end of the book, what's really cool is that it gives a list of different activities that I used to do with him when he was young. Cause I wrote this when he was about three months old. So it was Aww. kind of leading up to as he was going to get older things that I was excited that we could do together. Um, so I like that part about it. And then from the time that he was in the womb, I used to sing um, this. It kind of like goes to the <laughs> goes to the beat of "You Are My Sunshine," uh-huh. but it's not the actual words. And so that song is actually in the in the back of the book as well. Oh, that's um, so sweet. So, yeah, and so it's now that I have a daughter. Um, so my daughter was born in 2020, and so I used to actually sing um, that same song to her too. So now when we read the book together, both of them kind of remember hearing that song. So that's kind of cool too. How beautiful um, so, is that? <laughs> thanks. And so since the book has actually um, been published back in 2019, we now have a coloring book that goes along with it. Uh, we have children's masks that go along with the book, Mommy and Me t-shirts, um, as well as, I don't know if you can see, but I'm also wearing a Oh, I love that. Hoodie, so those will be coming out really soon. So um, it's allowed us to just kind of take the book and kind of run with it, if you will, as far as just trying to spread the message as much as possible. Yeah, and also turn it into a brand. I love that. Yeah. I'm yeah, business-minded, um, so you're saying all these things, and I'm like, yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, and literally, um, you know, when I, I always tell people, because um, now, now I actually am getting into coaching other authors and helping them along their journey, because one of the things about it is that I never want someone to, quote-unquote, have the same experience that I did. Yeah. Kind of walking into unfamiliar territory um an uncharted territory is scary just to begin with and some people don't have you know enough of that um self-starter they're, they're not enough of a self-starter and a risk taker to be able to say okay i'm just going to try to figure it out so i kind of made it one of my goals now now that i kind of understand what to do and like i said hindsight being 2020 if i could go back and kind of start all over again i would definitely make different decisions than what i did but you know, you take every every lesson um, um, 
everything that you go through is a lesson learned. And so now with my author coaching, what I do is if you have a book idea, if, you know, maybe you just need help brainstorming things, maybe you don't even know what to do after you started writing. That's where I can come in, help you, be able to connect you um, with, you know, editors and publishers, walk you through the self-publishing process if that's something that you choose to do. Um, make sure that if you do decide that you want to use like a publishing company or try to pitch yourself to um, a literary agent for a traditional publishing house, just making sure that you understand all of those aspects because three years later, I'm still learning lots and lots of things about the entire process. Oh, I'm sure. What's been the hardest part of the entire process so far? I mean, you um, you kind of are done with the process. You're you're kind of expanding at this point, but like in the book writing and getting it published and like what was that process like? So to be honest with you, the hardest part of the process, the way that I went about it, was the waiting. Um, okay. You, know, you get so much anticipation and so much excitement because you know you're literally the person that quote unquote is like the mastermind behind you know bringing the illustrator together so it's your words and you're literally telling them word for word that I want this page of the book to look like this mm -hmm. and so in your mind everything makes sense but when you see things start to come together and you see things like in colored pictures it's like okay well maybe that's maybe not exactly what I was thinking but I'm not really sure so kind of like the waiting aspect for me was super hard um, just because I am a person um, I'm very proactive and I kind of, I'm a planner. Same here. And so, <laughs> and so because I'm a planner, um, sometimes not having total control of the process, um, because, you know, when you are working with a publishing company, there are different, you know, there's different departments, different people that you have to work with and there's processes that you have to go through. So, you know, that, that was something that I definitely had to um, get used to and be okay with, but it ended up working out for the best. Um, and then me being able to get out of my own way. And so I'm not a, you know, kind of in the front of the camera type of person. I literally am like really a passive person. Um, you wouldn't be able to tell from a business standpoint, because in business, I will put myself out there. But really, I'm a homebody. I'm quiet to myself and that kind of thing. So the fact that regardless of what avenue you take when you are writing a book, once you get through the publishing process, Marketing and promotion is going to be on you regardless. So it's up to me to be able to get the word out about Sunshine and things of that nature. And so just getting out of my own way and, you know, just kind of coming to terms with the fact that if I really want to share the message um, and, and really kind of do this thing, if you will, that I have to be willing to do what I'm doing right now, sit here and talk to you. So Yeah, see, um, I can relate to that because I always had a thing about being on camera now. Now I don't care because I am, like, more <laughs> used to it. But it's it's weird because, like, when you're any type of small business that you have, whether it's a book venture, you're selling something, my podcast, whatever, I feel like a lot of it is, like, you're marketing yourself. You're selling your personality. Right with it so right. if you're someone like you who's more laid back and not really in the mix of everything it's it's almost like intimidating like oh my god all these people are looking at me because I wrote this book <laughs> it is and then you know what actually has um allowed me to kind of get more out of my way is at the end of the day nothing beats a try but a failure and so if I don't put myself out there then I'll never know exactly what level of success I can really reach agreed um, so I'm a strong believer that you know your, your level of success is literally only limited by your internal beliefs. So if I don't believe in me, who else is going to believe in me? If I don't believe in the message of sunshine, how am I going to share that with the world and, you know, make the world believe that, you know, sunshine 
find is super important and that, you know, that's a message that we should be translating to our children. So um, at this point, it's kind of, you know, all gas, no brakes, and we're just going to go with it um, and see what kind of happens. Um, like I said, I do believe that, um, I, do, I do believe that the message itself, um, once you do have the opportunity to read the book and things like that, it kind of all comes together mm-hmm. and you really kind of can understand um, from a mother's point of view specifically, you know, what I was feeling and what I was kind of going through at that time when I was writing it. So I definitely believe that that comes off of the pages. I love that. And mm-hmm. mother's love for their children is like so undeniable and just so, so strong. Yeah, I can, I, I honestly was one of those people that, you know, as I was, you know, coming up and things like that, cause I'm the oldest of three. So I have a younger, brother I'm the oldest younger. of four. So same. <laughs> <laughs> and so like you always hear, you know, people talk about, you know, you know, when you have kids, you know, you'll understand a mother's love is, you know, like no other. And you can never honestly relate to it until you experience it. And so, you know, having those two little, those two little people now, um, I honestly don't remember what life was like without them. So, you know, I had my son when I was 28. I'm like, how did I make it 28 years without him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause so, they're just um, your soul. They're just your whole life and they become the center of your life. And it's like, what did I even do? What did I fill my time with before these people existed? Right. And you know, that's actually another thing that I experienced. So I, um, probably like over like the last six months have really just started, um, rediscovering if you will who I am now that I have now that I'm a mom wow same Um, here which is why I started the podcast because I was struggling with it yes like I was always one of those people that um kind of like not necessarily I won't I won't necessarily say like no cares but um it was just me um and so you know kind of just you know did my own thing I was kind of like in my own world in my own bubble and once I had my son everything at that point literally just shifted to him so it was you know, his needs, his priorities, all of that came first. And so I really struggled with trying to figure out, okay, well, where does Jaleesa fit in? Like, I, I struggled a lot with mom, you know, trying to figure out, you know, well, is it okay that, you know, he's napping right now and I'm, you know, kind of like doing nothing? Should I be like folding his lungs or like prepping Bibles? You know, what should I be doing? Um, so I really struggled with trying to find that balance, especially, you know, when I transitioned back to, you know, my career and work life and things like that. Um, and then once I found out about my daughter, um, having two under two, I literally had like no idea like where Jaleesa fit into the puzzle at. And so literally over like the past six months, because I took a year off after I had my daughter, um, just kind of focus on family. And so after she turned one, I was like, okay, time to get back on the horse and, you know, do what we set out to do initially. And so um, now that I have kind of found myself again, I am super, super even more passionate about connecting with moms and things like that, just to let them know, you know, we got this, you know, we're stronger together um, than, than we are apart. And so just knowing that there is life after mom, um, I actually shared a poem on my social media platforms a couple of weeks ago called Surviving Mom. Mm-hmm. And so that that honestly is kind of going to be like the next book venture, I think is just being able to connect and give moms an outlet. Love that. (laughs) Okay, that's super cool. I was going to ask you if you had any, um, like, new ideas or any new books coming or anything. That's awesome. Okay. Yes, I have that one. And then since my daughter has been born, um, everybody has been asking me, you know, what's her book going to be? And so I've kind of gone back and forth with, you know, well, I don't really want to do, like, the mother-daughter thing because, like, we've been talking about, that's kind of already been done. It's kind of expected. Um, it's already talked about. So I'm definitely a person that likes to do things that are not the normal. 
And so um, the next book idea after I kind of do the one for mom um, will be more so geared towards my daughter. Um, but it'll either be more so like mommy and me type thing from her point of view, or maybe it will be me kind of reflecting back on my childhood, but through her eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a couple of different ideas for her, but I think it may take a little bit longer for her. That's pretty cool. I do have a question, though. So I had a son and a daughter back-to-back, two under two. Tell me what your take is on, like, your relationship with, like, your feelings towards your son versus your feelings towards your daughter. Like, did you have a different bond with them? Did you, like, how was that for you? So um, I didn't have a different bond with them. Um, The bond was, you know, of course, instant with both of them. But for me, when my daughter was born, um, you know, especially when you first come home with them, you want to, you know, kind of just do as much mommy and me time as you can, snuggle and things like that. So it was super important for me, especially when my daughter was born, to make sure that I found balance between giving her her one-on-one time and giving my son that one-on-one time because he was two years old. And so for him, he had no idea, like, where this little baby came mm-hmm. from. I left, you know, we left home one day and it was just, me, him, and dad, and then we came back home, and it was me, him, dad, and sister. He's like, well, wait a second, where did this little person come from? So he didn't take to her very well in the very beginning. Okay, um, my son either. Like, he didn't know what to do with her. Like, he was kind of just, like, looking. But now that, of course, she's older, and, you know, they're like two peas in a pod, um, they literally are, like, stuck together all the time. And so um, for me, having two under two, it was really just more so about finding that balance to let him know, like, he was still important. Um, you know, like, you know, we're just adding to it, but that doesn't take away from anything. So just still trying to find the balance to give him that one-on-one time was the most important for me. Okay. Yeah. Same here. I, when it was a little bit different though, when I had, so I'm, I had my son, my oldest son at, um, 18. So I was like a baby, you know? So, and I was the first one of like my generation in my family to have kids. So when I had my son and he was the baby, you know, of course everyone loved him. Everybody wanted to spend time. So when I had my daughter right after him, it was almost the opposite. Like people kind of catered to my son because they were like, oh, he's the baby. And he just lost his baby spot because his sister was born. And it was more like that. So I kind of felt defensive over my daughter. Like, why are you guys not giving her? the love that she deserves you know so it was like I kind of felt like guilty that other people were not like you know treating her I don't know like a baby it's funny that you say that so um when I had my my son he actually came into the family being the baby but it was because we hadn't had a baby in the family in a long time okay so everybody at that point in time was like super super excited like hey here's this new little person that we all can love on so he literally, from the very beginning, he got tons of love from everybody. He was getting it, you know, from all different ways. And so, in addition to that, when my daughter came, we were literally in the middle of COVID. And so, it was different because nobody was coming to the house. Like, oh. she was meeting people, you know, through FaceTime. And yep. so, I kind of did have that same, that same thought in the very beginning after she was born. Like, hey, wait a second. Like, you guys all, like, you know crowded around yeah (laughs) and you know here now we have my daughter and nobody's doing that but of course the times were different um so it's really kind of sad to say like even now after her turning one she'll be two in august and we're still literally still introducing her to family because we've literally been in the house for so long so yeah i definitely can relate to it on both parts for sure isn't that crazy i feel like covid has ruined everything i would if you could have never paid me like 
paid me any amount of money to think that this is where we would be like you know that we would we would actually like live to even when covid first started and i was working at my i worked at a doctor's office so they were saying like you know we're gonna start closing like this is gonna be like a thing and i'm like no it's not i was the one in there with like i'm not wearing this mask i'm not doing this <laughs> and then you know a couple weeks later i had no job and i'm like oh okay this is for real <laughs> and you know it's so when it first started um you know like i was like in the beginning of my pregnancy and so it was weird because i had literally just um got diagnosed with influenza b and so i literally was like in the er one night sick with the flu and then like two weeks later like everything was like shut down and closed and i'm like wait a second like what is going on here but i would have never thought that it would last as long as it has oh like, yeah for I never, sure i never thought that was a thing because even now um so like i do everything with the book and things like that i do that outside of my nine to five and so, like, even my nine-to-five job, um, I work in the um, online enrollment system arena. I'm an account manager for a tech company, basically. Mm -hmm. And so, we work from home now primarily, too. Um, I have to go into the office physically, like, one day a week. But, like, our owners of our company were, like, super, super against that model. And now we've kind of been, like, forced into that in addition with, like, tons of other companies. So. Mm -hmm. It's crazy to think, like, where we've gone, um, and then don't even get me started on gas prices. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's a whole thing. other thing. Like, I'm going to have to find a bike because I, like, this is crazy. Literally, like, this is crazy. Get, like, worse. Yes, I'm, like, I can, it's so funny because it really, like, makes me think, like, how far we've come and, like, how old I really am getting because I can remember, like, when gas was, like, a dollar seventy. You know, we used to just be able to, like, joyride and, and, you know, not have to worry about it. And then when gas, like, went up to $2, we were all looking like, well, wait a yes. second, what's happening? And then when it hit $3, we were like, okay, that's enough. You can stop now. Mm -hmm. But now that it's on going, it's it's a whole different whole different thing yeah when i started driving gas was under two dollars it was like 189 right. i want to say like right. when i remember filling up my tank and now i'm driving down the highway and it's like 460 470 i'm like yeah it is crazy i thank god i work from home too and i don't like really go anywhere except for, to bring right. my kids to school but like i've even been trying to not drive as much because it's literally it's nuts it's like 60 plus dollars to fill my car yes i like literally am you know like making sure that every every ride counts like when we walk out that door and get in the car like <laughs> i'm only going go. somewhere i need to go <laughs> yeah we're not doing no joy rides so we'll, we'll be spending a lot of time um you know this summer outside doing walks and playing outside For sure. in the yard but we won't be taking a lot of trips i hope that this changes though i hope that this isn't like what's going to be I happening because <laughs> i can't I take it because I was, like, super, super excited, especially with them being older, to be able to, you know, do, like, actual trips and vacations. That's one of the things that I wish with my son when he was a, a little, when he was um, younger, that we would have did more of, of taking vacations. Um, we didn't do that. And then, of course, we've been stuck in the house for the past two years. So now that, you know, he and she are both a little bit older, I was like, okay, yeah, we're going to be able to do this, 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 and this this summer. And now with gas prices, it's like, Okay, well, fingers crossed that it doesn't stay stay this way for long because I was looking forward to that for something, you know, to do this this year. I know, same. In the summertime, I do, like, day trips, and sometimes we'll do little, like, weekend yeah. getaways, which is, you know, sometimes if it's closer, it's easier to drive than fly, but at this point, right. like, I, we might as well book a ticket because... <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny you say that because, like, that's one of the things that... So, I wouldn't say I have a fear of flying, but I don't like to fly. Like, if I have a choice, I want to drive. 
Um, I love flying. I People think I'm crazy. I love everything about it. The airport, the plane ride. So did you fly a lot when you were like younger or? I did, yeah. Um, my I had an uncle who lived in Texas, so we went back and forth a lot. And there was times that I went by myself. So at a very young age, I was already getting used to okay. flying alone. So it's like not a thing for me. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, I went on my first airplane ride. Um, I was in a junior sorority in high school, and we took oh a trip to um a college tour. And so we flew. I live in Michigan, so we flew from Michigan to Texas, and that was in like probably my junior year of high school. That was my first time being on an airplane. Ever. Wow. Um, and so I started late in the game, and I still haven't gotten used to it. Um, but if I have to, I definitely will. So, yeah, I'm hoping that they get to experience, you know, that kind of stuff, too. That's so cool. I hope you guys have a good summer, regardless of this crazy <laughs> world that we're living in. I know, right? Hopefully you guys can still do your day trips, because, like, that that for me was, like, what I look forward to, especially, like, working from home, having that flexibility. To oh, yeah. Say, okay, like, hey, you know, let's be, let's go do this, and then, you know, we'll come back later, and, you know, mommy can work, and, you know, you guys can play in the house, but let's go enjoy outside while it's While nice. it's nice I, out. Right. Yeah, agreed. So, real quick, um, before I wrap it up, is there anything else that you wanted to tell us? Um, so, definitely just want to make sure that, you know, if you guys are interested in taking a look at the book um you can definitely check it out on my website it's www the letter u the letter r m y um and it's s o n s h i n e dot org we actually are going to be announcing later today some new bundle deals some new sunshine deals um, so my late grandfather um today is actually um, the anniversary of him passing away, unfortunately, but Aww. he actually started Sunshine. And so um, he used to live with us. And so I used to call him Sunshine simply because he had these Aww. bright blue eyes. Mm -hmm. And so um, I always joke and say that when he passed away, a year later, I found out about my son. And so I always say that he sent me, you know, my sunshine. And so wow. today, in honor of him, um, I'm actually going to be um, releasing some new bundle deals and things like that. So, yeah, definitely check out the website. Um, if you guys do happen to place an order with the book and it's a result of you seeing me on the Buy My Podcast, um, definitely shoot me a DM or something. Let me know. I'm more than happy to customize the book for you and sign it and oh. address it to your little one. So definitely check it out and let me know what you guys think. Oh, thank you, you so much. Me, um, on Facebook and Instagram, um, our handle is at U R. So the letter U, the letter R, M Y S O N S H I N E zero one. So that's on both social media platforms. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jalisa. I had a great conversation with you today. You are welcome yes. back anytime. Good luck thank with you all so your. Much for having of me. course. Good luck with all your future endeavors. I will definitely be looking out for that mom book because I need it. And I will also be looking out for your uh, daughter book. I am going to go order my copy of You're My Sunshine right now after we hang up. <laughs> Thank you so much. Super excited and looking forward to us talking more in the future. Awesome. Bye. Bye-bye. My name is Jalen and you just listened to my mom's bomb mom's podcast. Bye.